What's the difference between the Cleveland Browns and a dollar bill? I get four quarters out of a dollar bill. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Coming up, lots of football to talk about this week as uh, week two of preseason has gone and went. I'll have my thoughts on all the games, plus baseball talk at the top of the show. Unbuckle your pants and open up a bag of Cheetos popcorn because sports, sports, sports starts now. Welcome one and all to the Sports 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 Podcast with myself, Nick Drago. For those that are new to the program, you have the pleasure of listening to my voice as it filters in your ears with a recap of last week's sporting events while providing an insight on the week ahead. You know, we have, uh, if you'd like to hear more, you can go to YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. We have an audio version. We have a video version on YouTube. So find us somewhere, type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago, and hit that subscribe button if you want to hear more. This weekend we celebrated and had a few house guests in the city of brotherly love, my home Philadelphia, and while everyone here is obsessed with the Eagles, I'm busy hearing about how my Jets can't keep their cool while practicing with the Redskins earlier in the week. Typical Jets. Football's great, but we need to get through the baseball segment of the show. Starting with the Angels, they haven't been the same since losing Mike Trout. They split a series with Texas, two games apiece. Astros, they lost two games to the Athletics, and for a split second, lost sole possession of first place. But with the win today, allowed them to keep Oakland in the back seat. Arizona won two of three versus the Padres. Diamondbacks have been scoring in the first. They have been scoring in the first inning in four straight games. Guess what? Early leads, wins games, and first place in the division. Red Sox win two games over the Rays in a rivalry matchup. A recent report cited that the Tampa Bay Rays are building, they're basing the design of their new ballpark around Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton in hopes to stop these guys from hitting the long bomb home runs that we see so often. Speaking of the two Yankees, the Bombers destroyed the Blue Jays, scoring double digits in two straight games and sweeping Toronto. However, they're going to be losing D.D. Gregorius for an unknown amount of time. He'll join Gary Sanchez and Aaron Judge, most likely, on the DL. Reds sweep the Giants in an embarrassing fashion. Indians win two games over the Orioles. Jim Tomei's number was retired on Saturday. Congrats are in order for that. Rockies sweep the Braves in four games. Marlins win two of three against the Nationals. Cubs were held to only four runs this weekend in four games with the Padres, but managed to win two matchups in one-to-nothing shootouts. And then they lost Saturday and Sunday. Cubs also broke a record with seven double plays in one game. Twins win three games over the Tigers in a four-game series. White Sox beat the Royals two out of three. Cardinals get two wins over the Brewers to push them out of second place. Well, push almost, sorry, almost push them out of second place. Dodgers win uh, a 12-1 victory and an 11-1 victory this weekend versus Seattle. Uh, Phillies and Mets, they went back and forth this weekend with a late one tonight. Mets did win 24 to 4 on Thursday. I bet Mets fans might want to check out of therapy after seeing that. Playoff picture right now as the Red Sox in first way ahead of the New York Yankees. Uh, they'll have the wild card spot uh, for the AL East. They'll have one of the wild card slots. <clears throat> Astros in the AL West with the Athletics nipping at their heels and the Indians taking the AL Central. Mariners, they're falling hard, but they can still turn it around and take another spot. In the NL Central, the Cubs, they're on top of the Brewers in a wildcard slot. Cardinals a game behind. Braves are in first by a hair, leaving the Phillies and Rockies tied. 
for wildcard spot. And then the Diamondbacks, they're on top in the West with, again, those Rockies and the Dodgers within two games. Seattle Mariners fans, welcome Robbie Cano back this weekend after serving an 80-game suspension. The man is already the most overpaid player in the game, and now he's been banned from postseason play for taking an illegal substance. Every move this guy makes now is going to be scrutinized, just like Alex Rodriguez. Of course, the big debate is going to be whether he makes it into the Hall of Fame, but by that time, the younger and more forgiving voters might be okay with it. Guys like A-Rod, Ortiz, Pettit, they might break the steroid barrier for him, but forever, this black stain will hang on his record, regardless of the trophies, regardless of the Hall of Fame or the World Series glory that he'll never get. Being labeled a cheater, no matter what, whether this was intentional or not, is something he will always have to live with. Okay, I think we should take a quick break. But when we return, we discuss the International Baking Tournament of... Oh, no, I'm kidding. We're going to be talking football, all of the football, and nothing but the football. Literally every single game from this past week. Sports, sports, sports will be right back. Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. How's your summer going? A little slow at work? Hey, I get it. Times are tough. Maybe what your business needs is a good kick butt advertisement. Guess what? I can provide that for you. For free! Yeah, you're hearing that right. The Sports 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 Podcast with Nick Drago is looking for folks that want their message on the air. And guess what? It's not going to cost you a dime. Want to know more? Simple. Just email us. Sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. All right, I know you want to get back to the show, so that's all I have to say for now. Take it away, Nick. The Astros are world champions for the first time in franchise history. Time to talk about the old pigskin, and what better way to do that than get into the rematch from last year's Super Bowl, the Eagles and Patriots. It only took six months for Nick Foles to finally get himself a handshake from Tom Brady. Eli Manning, he's still waiting for both of his. Not long after, though, he sustained a shoulder injury. That was in the second quarter, and by halftime, the Pats were winning 27-7. Tom Brady looked good, no more rust. Patriots ended up winning 37-20. There were questions about Wentz being ready to start for Philly, but now he may not have a choice. Coach Peterson is planning to make Wentz run one on, uh, a one-on-one. 11 on 11 drills to decide if he is ready. So you will probably not see him throw in any preseason games. In camp news, Jason McCourty, uh, the 10-year vet, may not be getting a roster spot in New England and should be looking elsewhere. Jets and Redskins, they couldn't get along in camp at this this week, but you'd think all of that rage would make for a high-scoring football game. Redskins won 15-13 on last-second field goal. Sam Darnold continues to turn heads in New York, even though he had a QBR of uh, 53. Both he and Bridgewater, they both threw a pick, but fans in New York, they're probably really optimistic right now. I should warn you, this is the Jets. They'll find a way to screw the whole thing up. Word on the streets is that this kid... Darnold is making very few mistakes in camp. Most of his failed passes are more so at the fault of the receivers, so maybe you do have some hope. Redskins, meanwhile, had an impressive group of young corners, good enough that they decided to release Orlando Scandrick, uh, whom they had signed in March. Now, be prepared for a young secondary. Lots of potential over the next season or two. Washington, they're also taking a peek at Adrian Peterson. He played 10 games last year and finished 529 rushing yards uh, with the Cardinals. 
Um, so, Peterson, who knows? We'll see what happens. Steelers and Packers was a gunslinger's battle. Green Bay has a good problem. Three talented quarterbacks beyond Rodgers. They have Brenton Hudley and Deshaun Kaiser. Both looked poised, plus Pittsburgh's Joshua Dobbs. He threw two touchdowns as well. Final score in this game was 51-34. to Pittsburgh has been working on utilizing a 2-2-7 scheme on defense. It's a little bit of an experimental, you know, dollar sub package, but keep an eye on it as the season rolls on. Geronimo Allison, he won't play, did not play in this game, but be prepared for him to be the third receiver uh, for Green Bay as camps come to an end. Chiefs beat the Falcons 28-14. Pat Mahomes looking good for 138 yards. Did not throw a pick. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He did throw a pick, but Andy Reid's okay with that. He wants his quarterbacks to make mistakes for whatever reason. But he's not worried about Mahomes. Matt Ryan, he threw 90 yards and touchdown. Julio, Julio Jones, uh, an offensive coordinator, Steve Sarkeesian. Uh, they haven't really been having the best connection. Last season, Jones was held to three touchdowns. Uh, which is much less than his usual production. In fact, that's his lowest since 2013. In order for this team to win, the ball really needs to make its way into Jones' hands more often, so those two have to come together. Giants beat the Lions 30-17 to in a matchup that Mike Patricia, Matt Patricia should be kicking himself over since he should have been the Giants' head coach. No action for Eli Barkley and Beckham. Davis Webb got the start. B.J. Hill, he's made a strong case to start at defensive cap tackle. Bills beat the Browns 19-17 with two rookie QBs going at it. Josh Allen went 9-13 for with 60 yards and a touchdown. And Baker Mayfield went 7-13 with 75 yards. Joel Bitonio of the Browns is, uh, of the Browns could be seeing, oh, he could be seeing, I don't know what I'm writing on here some days. He could be seeing some starting time at left tackle, which is not his natural position, but so far he's been doing pretty well. Carlos Hyde, he's been showing off his versatility at rushing and receiving, although he had a five-yard loss after one reception in this game. 2016, the first-round pick for the Bills. Shaq Lawson probably will not be starting anytime soon with the emergence of Trent Murphy following his ACL and MCL injuries last year. Panthers beat Miami 27-20 after two fourth-quarter rushing touchdowns. Rookie cornerback Dante Jackson is getting a lot of praise from Ron Rivera and his teammates. Panthers will likely be starting the young corner. Cardinals outlast a late charge by the Saints and JT Barrett to take a 20-15 victory. Now, JT Barrett was once the toast of the football world. Now he's more like the soggy loaf of bread on the football world. Josh Rosen, he was much better. He had a much better outing this one, but Sam Bradford clearly has secured his spot as a starter. With Mark Ingram serving suspension the first few weeks of the season, it looks like the Saints will be going with a tandem of Alvin Kamara and Jonathan Williams. Williams, he had eight carries and 37 yards in this game. Jaguars, they take out the Vikings 14-10. Both teams starting QBs look to lackluster. Cousins in particular went three for eight with 12 yards. Although he has been really connecting well with Stefan Diggs in camp, that's going to really fire up the fans because everybody loves that guy. Raiders and Rams, boring reignition of the once fiery rivalry for control of LA. Most exciting though was going on in the stands where massive fights were breaking out between the two fan bases. We still don't know what will happen with KL Mack, um, but the latest rumor says that the Raiders are not planning on trading him. Uh, most likely they're going to try and call call his bluff. Michael Brockers, he's making a name for himself as leader right now with Rams, along with Aaron Donald and oh, I'm sorry, Aaron Donald and Adamican Sue. Bengals and Cowboys. I actually watched this while I was at a bar, drunk, 
chatting with a friend. And yet even I could see that Dak Prescott looked poised and ready for his return, while the Bengals looked stale with Dalton leading the way. Regardless though, it didn't matter since he took home the 21-13 victory in camp despite solid numbers from Carl Lawson. It's looking as though he won't be playing any more snaps than he did last season. And without Des Bryant and Jason Winton, Des, uh, Dak will, will have to get a little bit creative of who he throws to. Blake Jarwin, certainly making a name for himself. He might be a good candidate for one of his top uh, receivers. Or, well, he's a tight end, but you know what I mean. Uh, final minute... Uh, final minute drive by Joe Webb. He led the Texans over San Fran 16-13. Got an interception by Garoppolo. Garoppolo, Jimmy G, he was 10 for 12. Uh, 10 of 12 passes and threw 136 yards. Winston coming off the bench to throw two touchdowns and led the Bucks to a 30-14 victory over the Titans. Fitzpatrick, he didn't look that great, but he did have reception for seven yards. Yes, you heard that right. He caught a reception for seven yards. Good work, Fitzpatrick. Chase Daniel, he was the man for the Bears, throwing two touchdowns in the fourth quarter to give them the win over Denver on an extra point. Trubisky, he threw a TD along with a pick to match. Bears fans should watch Terry Cohen, whose uh, speed and agility is going to be a key piece for this offense, much like the Chiefs used Tyreek Hill. For the Broncos, Devontae Booker's starting job may be threatened by Royce Freeman. Uh, Chargers, they won 24-14 over the Seahawks. Pete Carroll, he's finally cracking down on right tackle. Jermaine, if... If Fedi, if 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 Fedi, if Fedi, if Fedi, we're gonna call him Fedi. Anyway, he's mostly caused uh, caused a lot of costly mistakes on the field from good old Jermaine. Look for him to lose his job. Last matchup for this week uh, has not happened yet. Unless you're listening to this on a Tuesday, in which case, oh yeah, this game was awesome. It was a game to end all games. No, it looks like these two, the Ravens and Colts, uh, they're not playing nice in camp. Fights have been breaking out. Flacco, he continues to use Joe Brown as his favorite target, so expect to see something between the two of them in this matchup. Okay, commercial time? Sure, why not? When we return, Jimmy Butler, is he on the move? What about the Rockets? What are they doing with Ryan Anderson's contract? And oh yeah, college football, it's kind of returning this week with all the crummy teams playing. Let's preview a bit of that too, though. Keep with us. Sports, sports, sports. We'll be right back. Here's the 0-1. This is going to be a tough play. Bryant, the Cubs win the World Series! Bryant makes the play! It's over! And the Cubs have finally won it! Is your shower too hot? Wish it a little bit cooler? Well, now you can make it that way with shower cubes. They're ice cubes for your shower. Okay, that's a pretty bad advertisement. You know what would work better here, though? Your own ad. Nick Drago here again, offering you a piece of the action right here on the Sports 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 Podcast. Best part is that it can be anything you want it to be. No, wait, that's not the best part. How could I forget the best part? The best part is I'm offering advertisement for free. That's free ad space. So if you have a product you want me to endorse, please email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. It will not cost you a dime. I'll be waiting patiently at my computer. Jimmy Butler's time in Minnesota lasts about as long as Derrick Rose's knees. It's well known that he wants out of the city, but a new and a new team seems to have emerged in the trade talk. In a recent report, it seems as though the Trailblazers are gun going looking to make a play for a superstar. Portland's desperate to add somebody to take them to the next level. 
but could Butler be that guy? Other rumors have him going to the East to the Knicks or Celtics after his contract runs out, but it's highly doubtful that he remains with the Wolves. Team's also looking at C.J. McCallum and Evan Turner to join them out in Portland. Ryan Anderson probably has the most or least team-friendly contract ever, 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 ever in existence. This guy's averaging $20 million a year for only 9.3 points per game. Not exactly a star player. They've been trying all summer to unload him, but have yet to accomplish anything. And honestly, who in their right mind would want a player like that? Oh yeah, that's right, the Rockets. In fact, at this point, they may as well have him selling hot dogs in the stands. At least he can produce something to make the team money in that instance. The worst part, though, is that he still has two years left on this crazy, crazy deal. College football season underway this coming week. Of course, we have to talk about the rankings going into week one. Guess who's in first place? I'm going to give you one guess. That's right. Alabama ranked number one. Clemson, Ohio State, and Georgia behind them. And then you have Oklahoma, Washington, Wisconsin, Miami, Penn State, and Auburn to round out the top ten. Big stories include Nick Saban apparently is concerned with his linebackers. Mike Stoops, the defensive coordinator for Oklahoma, is seeking a change for the new redshirt rules. The new rules allow a redshirt player to play at least four games without losing status um, but we aren't sure if that extra year of eligibility can be backdated for players that may have lost redshirt status for minimal playing time. This is what Stoops wants to know. Basically what that means, right? So if I'm a redshirt right now, that means I cannot play, or before the new rule, I could not play any games. Now if I redshirt, and, and then the next year I'd be coming in as a freshman. Now if I redshirt, I can play four games and still come back as a freshman. The next year. Uh, so how's that going to work for people who maybe played four games and lost that extra year of eligibility? That's what we're trying to figure out here. That's what Mike Stoops is trying to figure out. So season starts next Saturday. None of the big games are going to be on going on until after our next show. So we're not even going to talk about what games to look forward to unless you're really into the, uh, the Hawaii Rainbows, or whatever the heck their name is. Justin Verlander has had his career officially revived since making his way to Houston. While he hasn't been quite close to his MVP season in 2011, Verlander's been a major part of the Astros' success these last two seasons, leaving his longtime home in Detroit. This weekend, he reached a career milestone, notching his 200th career win. Not only two other active players have as many victories, including Big Sexy Bartolo Colon and CeCe Sabathia, so the two big boys. Uh, congrats to Mr. Verlander on being this week's Athlete of the Week, and good luck as the season begins to come to an end. Plenty of folks come to come... Plenty of folks come onto our websites, email us, whatever, to give their thoughts and opinions on the show. One such is our friend Joe Calabro, who you may remember as the reporter who gave us the skinny on Patriots Camp two weeks ago. In a recent conversation, he told me that he never stopped liking Tiger Woods, uh, which was not the message that I had in last week's podcast. You know, somewhere between the adultery and the DUI, I sort of grew to dislike everything Tiger had become. Now he's clean. Yes, I feel confident that I actually want to see him start winning. Let's see him break some records here. Um, I don't know, though. If you have a different opinion on this, please contact us. You know our email is sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. You can Twitter us. You can Facebook us at sports3xpodcast. 
Special thanks, as usual, to Johanna Albert, the content editor and logo designer for this podcast. Good news. I'm actually marrying her in a few weeks, and I'm very, very excited. The music for the show is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. A link to his music can be found in the show notes. Special thanks to Joe Calabro for writing in and... Uh, for writing in and our social media warrior Mary Kay Albert also thank you to all our listeners in the Netherlands 46 new listeners in Amsterdam alone thank you guys I really appreciate that if you want to shout out on the show feel free to contact us via email sports3xpodcast at gmail.com or on social media at sports3x podcast folks tomorrow starts my new hours at work which means i have more time to burn the midnight oil churning out a fantastic podcast be sure to help us get there by liking sharing commenting twittering emailing planking taking a doo-doo in the woods oh i did that this weekend and best of all just tell all of your friends i need to get my little booty to bed so thank you for joining us i'm nick drago good night